0: This podcast is powered by the pros at Pascal Air Plumbing and Electric. Arkansas owned, Arkansas operated. Gopascal.com.
1: This is the Ruskin and Sack Podcast brought to you by United Roofing and Waterproofing.
2: This is uh, Thursday afternoon. ZQ's gone again.
1: Yeah, we gotta put an end to this. For
2: real. She's had like she's she's out of vacation days. There's no way.
1: She's had a vacation every month since she got hired. Yeah, it's unbelievable. We're sitting here doing this. Mm-hmm. What's our problem?
2: <laughs> well, we don't rank high enough. No, that's fair. That's right. All right. Uh, Dan in Minato wants to know um, uh, what you think of Florida Georgia, so he can go the other way. I'll, I'll Florida Georgia. Yeah.
1: Hmm. Uh, Georgia's gonna win that game. All right. So he's picking Florida to cover. Right. Then. Right. That's the that's the plan right now. Now I don't know if the mush powers work or extend to other teams, because I I really don't know what uh, what my mushers are. You had Rice last week. I did. I also had the Land Force.
2: Well, that's that's fair, I guess. Yeah. Well, Dan says Florida by three. Got it. All right. Oh, man. The idle rich will only work when they want, according to Keith and Bentonville and the McCarty General Hotline. And she is the idle rich. Well, she's got multiple homes. I mean, it's uh, it's all uh, property.
1: She's going to concerts every yeah, other week. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Doing very well. <laughs> yeah, apparently. What very are we paying well. her?
2: I don't know.
1: Yeah, DQ is the James. Uh, she's on the James Harden schedule. Yeah, that's right. Yes. <laughs> Shows up when she to. Kyrie's schedule, you know. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, you know, I'll, I'll play twenty games out of eighty-two. I'll play twenty. That's right. Oh well, yeah, we are uh, we're here uh, making it happen today. Here, 866-285-4005 on the mclarty Daniel hotline. Um,
1: big shout out to All American Steakhouse. They have uh, hooked us up with food. Yeah, um, I want to go to break against. Who we can yeah, eat. yeah, really. Just, <laughs> I mean, just, just can we go now? What'd you get? I got a little uh, sirloin actually.
2: And uh, oh. there's a salad in there, and there's some mm-hmm. bread, and there's all kinds of stuff. Got some fries. I can eat the fries right now, but I probably shouldn't eat on the radio, nah. right? I don't care. Nobody's listening. It's fine. It's just don't us. say that. <laughs> People get mad when we say I that. know. I know. It's just a figure of speech. We don't mean actually.
1: No one's listening. No, we actually have evidence that would suggest it, although we're not supposed to know, right?
2: But don't say that. Mm-mm. People take us literally. Because you know this is radio, and this is like a heritage medium or something, so people think it's um When you say something, it's true. Never, very <laughs> rarely.
1: Uh, Shane and Almas is a DQ has now reached diva status. Wow, that's a poll question. Now, I'll wait till she gets back. <clears throat> um, all right, but I now you and I have worked with her long before she reached superstar status, which right. she currently is now. She was a diva before. Uh huh. Yeah. We we all just didn't know it. Right. But today. And y'all yeah. think I'm the
2: bad person because I didn't know her name for two months. I mean, hello. I'm here every day for you. I'm just saying. Ish. <laughs> You're here every day. Ish. I'm here. <laughs> I'm here. Oh, man. Uh, here's the text on the mclarty Journal hotline. It says she's trying to get Dan Enos' job. <laughs>
1: <laughs> there you go. Well, here's the problem. DQ has trouble getting here by nine. There is no way she's making that seven forty five meeting with uh with Pittman. No chance. Oh, no, that's not happening. No, that's not happening. I can't imagine, like, this is
2: a total this is a total generation gap. Mm-hmm. Like, if the meeting's at nine, like I'm there at nine. Like, I can't imagine not being able to be somewhere on time. I may have you might n- complain about it, but you'll be there. To contribute, but I'll be there, and I can get myself there. And I never oversleep or anything. I, I mean, not going. I never oversleep or none of that stuff. I, I just, I can't relate to that at all. I cannot relate to that at all. Of course, my father shows up to everything twenty minutes early. So that's, that's and that's the way it
1: should be. That's right. I'm that way. If I tell you I'll be there at ten, might as well bank on me being be there at nine thirty. That's right. Yes, it's yeah. just the way I was raised. It's the way way we were always. We're, it's, now, the way us, it's the way the real generations were raised. Right. Now it's just, you know, get here when you get here. Yeah. What? What? Yeah, I'll be there when I get there. Don't worry about it. I couldn't imagine, like, <laughs> telling Tommy. Yeah, you know, he's like, hey, you know, we start work at 9. Eh, you know what? That doesn't really work for me. So I'll, uh, I'll see you all about 10, I 10, can't
2: 15. get there by 9.
1: Yeah. How that. can you
2: not? Like, and it's not like there's some giant commute. She lives on the other side of town. hmm <laughs>
1: She lives from from this from this from where I am sitting, she's eleven minutes away. With traffic. Yeah. Wow. Okay. But it's okay.
2: It's okay. It's all good.
1: Everything's wonderful. It's all good. But we miss her.
0: <sighs>
2: okay. Well, what else is going on here uh in the world? Uh, there's more of this um. This uh, Michigan thing will not oh. go away. So here's oh. the, As they say on the news, here's the very latest. ESPN's Pete Thamel says NCA enforcement staff have been on Michigan's campus this week. That's not good. To look into the Stein stealing probe. Um, this is just a week after the investigation formally launched is an indication of the priority of this case according to ESPN's sources. Um now, okay, so they've got investigators there, but
1: you are not compelled to cooperate are, with you them. You are not, but if you're on campus, it means the University of Michigan has authorized this, oh. and it means you're probably going to have to talk to them.
2: Now, remind me of the dynamics here. The president loves Harbaugh. The AD hates him. Is that correct? Is, okay. That is 100% correct. All right, fine. So so the AD invited them in, and the, the president uh, told them to leave.
1: Yes, something along <laughs> those lines, AD. yes. I see. Um, so, yes, it will be a— um, I can't imagine that, well, this apparently started with a Michigan either alum or booster who pro- provided information, and then the NCAA investigators started pulling these off of Michigan computers, the <laughs> databases. So, I mean, it, it this is an inside job, and it's the most Michigan thing I've ever heard. They were also
2: apparently spying on Tennessee, mm-hmm. and they may have sold the signs to South Carolina last year.
1: Uh-huh.
2: Allegedly, very much allegedly. <laughs> so there's now a Southeastern Conference connection. If you were bored by this
1: story before, now it may bring Shane Beamer yeah, down. So It, could, about it that? could come to your door for all you know. That's right. <laughs> I think my favorite part of this is that this guy, um, what's his name, Stallions? Oh, yeah, yeah, Connor. He is known on the Michigan staff as the Seat Geek Sniper. That's fantastic. That is one of the best. That is a terrific fantasy football name. That's right. Baseball name. I want to be known as the Seat Geek Sniper. The Seat because Geek of, Sniper. Because of his ability to get seats, good seats, off of Seat Geek. Right. <laughs> seats that are always
2: exactly across from the opposing team's bench so you can get a clean shot of video of everything.
1: <laughs> it's amazing. And and we're not done. It's like there's one guy on on Twitter that every day goes, Okay, here's what's new, yeah. And and the the tweet he's like always got like a subtweet to it because there's so much information, right?
2: Well, again, I don't know if they're gonna do anything, but um, it is uh, clear that something nefarious has happened here. I mean, I don't. Th- it, 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 I, we have like so many receipts and like I don't even know if we have circumstantial evidence. I think we just have straight up evidence. No, no, we yeah. have evidence,
1: and I don't <laughs> think anybody's under the impression that it didn't happen. I think what so they're now
2: it's CYA mode. I
1: think what they're trying what they're hoping is that you're gonna get a bunch of people who are worried about their jobs who are now going to start talking. And right. we're gonna see how far this thing right. really goes. It's
2: CYA mode. Yep. That's where we are.
1: Yep. Yeah. You know, was were other schools involved, who was paying for what? How were they paying for it? I mean, this is a guy who makes regular money. This isn't, you know, an assistant coach or anything. He's just on staff. He makes okay money. Yeah. Buying 30 trips over a 3 year period. Right. That's not exactly um within his uh within within his financial means. Right. And you know, it's not
2: like some of these places to get to, like smaller airports, that those are not cheap flights, you know what I mean? No, not at all. You know, connecting and all that stuff like uh it's 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 high. So, yeah. There's definitely has to be some sort of record on um well, you got to look into the books now. Right. And you gotta look into the and, books and, and see if there's any uh, you know, reimbursement or whatever. There's nothing
1: more thing. damning than than they're pulling off his Venmo receipts and then all of a sudden they go private. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. And he's in there now deleting all of them, which is dumb because there is a digital footprint. They can find it if they have to. But I'm just talking if the athletic department and they may be dumb enough
2: to do this, if the athletic department reimbursed him for these trips, somewhere, some bean counter's mm-hmm. got a record on that. Oh, absolutely. And it wasn't that long ago, so it's not like, you know, we have to go dig out a box from 10 years ago in storage and get the receipts out. This was, you know, the last year or two. So, And I know there's somebody
1: out there going, well, they're not the only ones. Or No, they're not, but they're the ones that got caught.
2: Right. They're and, the ones that they're, apparently they're going to make an example exactly. of. Exactly. Right. That's what it seems like. All right, it's 11 minutes after the hour here. Yeah, on- great
1: question from Lurch here. Why is not Ty done this when he goes behind enemy lines? Ty's not smart enough to steal signs. What are you talking about? All right, well, there, there's that answer. <laughs>
2: okay, the- no, what? no, no, I don't disagree. Well, I mean, what? <laughs> I mean... No, that's fair. This Go is ahead. a highly trained military operative. He's a Marine. He's an ex-Marine. Ty went to Little Rock Christian. That's right. I mean, uh, I'm sure the Marines have extensive uh, knowledge of code-breaking. Well, that's all college football signals are codes. I once decode. got out,
1: got locked out of his high school locker. That's right. That's right. These are not the he same. He probably
2: got shoved in a locker at some point. <laughs>
1: Bet online is your number one source for all of your betting needs. Get the latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for baseball, boxing, golf, and more. Bet online continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wagers, including live betting and your favorite casino and card games available to play right on your phone. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign in today and get in on the action. Remember to use the promo code BLEVE—that's B L E A V—for your fifty percent welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, where the game starts.
2: Here is a uh, a text that mm-hmm. came in here that says. Uh, standing by waiting on arkansas fans to blame this season on sign stealing. Oh
1: no. No, no, no. No. No, no, no. You are far uh, beyond that. <laughs> Here's a uh this is this is my favorite text. I've been waiting for this one all day. Okay. Text of the 480, which okay. is Arizona. Hit him. It's only an issue because it's Jim Harbaugh. No. 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 He broke the rules. Mm-hmm. You're upset because he got caught, right? You're hey, Michigan, he's obviously your a Michigan fan or some sort of Michigan sympathizer, which immediately should get you bounced from this country. But he—am he, I saying he's the only one that that does it? Absolutely not. But he got caught, and you can't you can't waffle on this. The rule's a rule; everybody knows the rule. And from what we're, I think, what we're starting to uncover, this was a very elaborate plan. This was part of their infrastructure. This isn't somebody went rogue. This is part of the infrastructure. Uh, this is Houston Astros type stuff. And this is, and they're going to pay a penalty for it. I'm absolutely This is industrial certain. espionage. Absolutely it is. Now, you remember when the Cardinals broke into the Astros computers? Yeah, how'd that go? Well, they swept that one under the rug. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Anyway. Uh, a lot of good to the Cardinals. <laughs> haven't won anything in a long time. And the thing with Harbaugh is he's going to leave. If this thing gets, if the room gets too warm, he's going to he'll pack up his stuff and leave. And he'll leave the University of Michigan holding the bag, and they're going to be, uh, you know, they're going to have to face some consequences down the line.
2: Hacker is suggesting Terry is the male Karen. Terry. Terry.
1: I thought we had decided it was Todd. I did too. He's changed. See, this is where DQ has to be here to tell us these things. No.
2: Cody wants to know what we think about um, putting the little speaker in the quarterback's helmet. Too far for college. No. They should have done this like a decade ago when the technology became cost effective. Like, I mean, I don't know why they have these these three, uh, you know, GAs making four grand a year, wearing multicolored shirts or hats, holding up all these posters, and it's just it looks dumb the way they do it. This is
1: and this is what I don't understand is I know they're trying to do it to, to for efficiency to get the play in and get the play called and get it get to the line of scrimmage, but we're not nobody's running that hypersonic tempo for four quarters anymore. Nobody's doing it. So there's no reason you can't have a, a, a wristband on that, that changes every single week with your play calls on it. Where you look at a color and a play, and you, know, you, know, you yell G8. He does a little cross, like, all right, G8. And and you run G8. And that cha- you can change that quarter to quarter. Or you can go back to the old school method and run a messenger in. I mean, you're changing people out anyway. Just give one of them the play and go to the quarterback. You can get around this. Why can't we just go back I write. You put your hand over your right eye. I write. <laughs> but I mean, there are there there are ways around it, and you know now now I think teams that had suspicions probably you know Shiano made alluded to it earlier this year when he right. played Michigan. Um, you know you can bet Ohio State's going to change up virtually everything they do. Right. Uh, but, you know this is this is integrity of the game type stuff, and for some of you that means absolutely nothing, and you don't have integrity, and that's fine. <laughs> but I, I mean if you're telling me you're not bothered by this you just don't care about the integrity of the sport
2: well it it, it tell if you're not bothered by this um you have no interest in the verification that what you're watching is legitimate exactly every week. it's not a legitimate enterprise it's that people are cheating because if south if let's walk down the if if Avenue if we can if South Carolina bought the signals or someone bought the signals for Tennessee. Well, that cost Tennessee a playoff berth there possibly. Yeah, yeah. And 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 so that outcome the outcome of that game was heavily influenced by this information. I mean I, I, football's pretty simple. The offense knows where they're going, the defense doesn't. It is a tremendous advantage if the defense knows, knows where, where, it's where the going, offense yeah. is going.
1: Or the whole- you you may not know exactly what they're doing, but you 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 know pass or run. You know, basic. You have basic information, and you can prevent or build up you know put a, put a defense in place if you've prepared for it. That can stop whatever they're going to give. I you. mean, you're talking about that. If it sounds dramatic,
2: maybe it is. But I mean, this is the essence of the entire game: is the defense not knowing what the yeah. offense is going to do. Well, if you take that away, what is this? Let's put the flags on. Then I mean, what what are we watching? So it's it's a major deal. They've done something wrong here. There is just mountains of evidence piling up here, but I don't know if they're going to get punished and, well, for Well,
1: here's it. the other thing is, is, is if, 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 if they sold, you know, these, these uh, calls to another school, Um, that would speak to a wider conspiracy and more teams that are involved in this. And, you know, we don't know how far it goes. I, I would think. What about if there's a team out there that bought the signals and lost <laughs> Boy, they got ripped off. They want their money back. I mean, it's not like you can go get your money back. But I mean, his Venmo is a smoking gun. I mean, it literally says GA, and it was sent 2 days before Georgia played Ohio State. It's it But it
2: makes you question
1: everything, right? Well, yeah, it's everybody's still pissed off at Pete Rose for gambling on baseball. It's basically the same thing. You were you are attacking the fabric of the sport, the integrity of the outcome. Right. Like, is the game being played on the level? And in Michigan's case, it is not.
2: It's just like when um, in Blue Chips, when they thought that that kid was throwing games, point shaven, mm-hmm. they go back and look at the tape and it totally changes the way they were looking at the tape. Well, if you go back and watch, if if South Carolina's involved in this, we're definitely in Michigan, um, you go back and watch some of these games and it totally um, changes yeah. how you uh, interpret what happened there.
1: Well, it also, and I mean, you know this, if you even have a hint that somebody's on to you, as far as steals go, or signs go, baseball teams do this all the time. I mean, they change up their signs every couple of days. Right. But if you think that somebody's on to you, what are you going to do? Well, you're going to change your system. You're going to change the way a play is delivered. You know, would the would the radio cut it out? It wouldn't. I wouldn't put it above certain schools to have somebody on site trying to hack into that.
2: Oh, of course, they're going to try and to uh, you know scramble or you yeah. know or decode it. Or yeah, something. or
1: you know wherever you plug in, you know they're going to have somebody listening. Uh, that would not be beyond you know, the realm of comprehension again, the, the easiest way to do this is to grab your right guard and go, Hey, run the dive and send him in and tell him, tell the quarterback, you know, there's always been rumors
2: of um the visiting headsets not working great in Foxborough. Mm-hmm. That's always kind of the yep. uh, unspoken thing there. So, I mean, you could get, um, I mean, there's, there's stuff like that, but I mean, there's, um, but I, I think it's high time that they they put the uh, the signal in the in the ear of the uh, in the helmet of the, of the players. And Corey just, with, it... a,
1: with a great uh, with a great point here. Were the, um, the when they did sell the signs to whomever um, does, is the IRS aware of the transaction? I mean the taxes. My God, the taxes! What do you, what's what's the going rate on Tennessee signals? <laughs> I, don't I mean, know. you're not you're not putting them on eBay for fifty bucks. Ten thousand dollars. I think it would be have to be. You know what? Now that I think about it, that may be the way they funded this. Oh, is they sold some? Yeah. Okay. All right. Again, well, I mean, you could well, pay. Well, we f- have no proof of any of this, no, by the way. Th- this is you. just wild speculation. Or oh, just having fun. But <laughs> but you could you could see if, if ten grand is the price for Tennessee's sideline signals, I mean, you could have paid for your entire trip plus one. Yeah. Yeah.
2: It's kind of, it's a, uh, yeah, it's a re- refilling the barrel mm-hmm. or something like that. Um, but, um, but there's also, there's gotta be a way in 2023 that you can encrypt a radio signal where no one can hear it. But the guy on the field with the green dot on his The way
1: you do it is the way the NFL does it, which is with an independent third party that does, that furnishes the, uh, with the, the headsets.
2: So that's another job for, um, the refs or the league. Or if it's a non-con <laughs> what game, if,
1: I mean, can you can that trickle down to the to the Gulf Coast con know the, the Gulf South? I mean, if you're going well, the equipment's not going to be as good,
2: but you can still use radios. Mm-hmm. I mean, these um in in uh the Razorbacks in, in baseball, they're using a damn walkie-talkie to talk yep. to the bullpen. Like, I mean, if that's not secure, is it? But they're using it. So now I mean-
1: here's here's an interesting question, it's, and I asked this yesterday. Scott said, "What happened with TCU?" All right, here's this is just a guess. Is that TCU was aware somebody tipped them off, probably Texas A&M, mm-hmm. that something was was amiss with uh, with with one of these you know with one of uh, with with Michigan, but they also had forty five days to get ready for that game. Right. So they went in, they changed everything. Michigan did not know what was coming. They had to treat it like a real game, and they that lost. That makes sense. See, like that makes sense.
2: That makes sense. That that's what happened, and so that kind of ruins your entire perception of that game. Mm-hmm. What a great performance by TCU, et cetera, et cetera. It also ruins your entire perception of the next game, which is Georgia beat the hell out of TCU, exactly. Because and TCU, you know, wasn't actually better than Michigan, but they they figured out the uh, the Michigan well, was too pl- reliant well, on the sign stealing. Well, and they changed.
1: Them. They played Michigan straight, and and they beat Michigan, and that's fine. Um, you know, my my biggest. I guess my biggest thing is if you're if this is sign stealing is not new. You know, we had Dave Van Horn on one time and you know Doug Clark used to try and oh, I mean he would sit there and try and decipher it, but he but he wasn't
2: the, premeditated. It's the method. Yeah. It's the uh it's, it's, it's the way they went about it. That's right. Yeah. And that's where the problem The links lies. they were willing yep. to go to.
1: And for to- for somebody like Harbaugh, I'm not surprised. Actually, no. to be honest, if any coach at the Division One level in the Power Five did it, I'd go. Yeah, that, that makes well, sense. Well, I'm also
2: not surprised. It's a sycophant, like college football fan
1: who's in the middle of this because yeah.
2: this guy, uh, you know, uh, uh, is a is a is a He's Harvey Updike. Only he didn't poison trees. He stole signs. Like that's what kind of fan he is. Yeah. And so you you he's in the middle of this. And uh, you know what you expect was going to.
1: A lot of these guys, a lot of the head head coaches, the assistant coaches, they all know each other and the idea that you could keep this quiet if if somebody had real suspicions and proof and they were getting ready to play Michigan that week some you know a buddy may alert somebody hey you know they steal signs or we think they do and here's why you know make sure you guys are aware of it and, you know with with TCU and they they had 45 days they could change everything about it but there's some video from last year's uh Ohio State game that's pretty alarming i mean it, they are. They're not even paying attention to what's going on in the field. Look, they're, they're simply looking across the field at the Michigan or the Ohio there, State coaching. There's a staff. mountains worth of evidence here. There's a mountains worth of evidence here. That's what's yeah. happening. The integrity of the game was compromised by the University of Michigan. Right, and that's that's something you can't put up with. You got yeah. to send a very strong message. Don't do this again.
2: Well, I yeah, and I don't know if anybody has the courage to do that. Um, in charge of well, whatever it is, It depends
1: on. It There's depends no one on, really
2: in charge of college football, but it depends on it.
1: how many institutions believe they were affected by Michigan. Because I mean, who did the who's the NCAA work for? The presidents, and if, if you get enough presidents lined up going, hey, they they screwed us over, then yeah, you might get uh, you might get a, a pretty swift re- retribution on this.
2: Yeah, oh, right. Just wire it into the uh, com- uh, the quarterback's AirPods. I mean, they wear the <laughs> kids wear them all the time anyway. I mean, that's I mean, it's a real deal. Uh, Brad and Rogers on the McClarty Dial Hotline says SMU should decide the punishment for Michigan. <laughs> Man, <laughs> yeah, that's right. I don't know. So um, that's uh, that's where this thing stands today, I guess. But they're on campus. Um- I just can't imagine there's going to be a ton of cooperation in the building, you know, and I don't know how that works. Like, does your compliance guy walk following around the uh, assuming Michigan has a compliance guy? Maybe they don't. Is he following around the um, I'm sure the investigators that, going? Yeah, you got to let him see the
1: thing. I'm sure that they go in that it's an interview and there's a lawyer present and, you know, you're as a coach, you're giving them as little as possible. But if the NCAA has your hard drives, don't lie. No. Because they may not be able to put you in jail, but they can keep you from working again. No.
2: Oh, we have another uh, story that might be of a note to you. Me? Okay. Well, uh, to uh, the public at large here, Uh, the Detroit Free Press is reporting that the FBI Uh has joined U.M. police investigating ex-Michigan football OC Matt Weiss. Oh, no and the uh computer uh stuff yeah, there. That's
1: that's kind of where everything sits Is with he's kind of like the
2: the fulcrum if you will. I see. He was fired in January. Mm-hmm. He's not been arrested. But they are uh looking at his um they they they're interested in his uh computer, right? I think that's what this is. Yeah. Yeah, he's They've been investigating <laughs> him for months.
1: Uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> Uh-oh. The FBI. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I don't want to quote Hammer, but uh oh, uh oh, uh oh.
2: <laughs> yeah. So, um, this is a, uh, this is a new type of scandal that we've never, uh, this seen is a before. new low for Michigan,
1: and they've done some stuff.
2: Well, I mean, the FBI has not been involved in a college football scandal. 70s. Since, since, well, what Point about shaving. Sand- Sandusky? I mean, we're thinking about that. Yeah, there you go. So, I, I don't, um, um, I don't know where this uh, where this goes now. You just gotta like see what happens every day with the new uh, piece of information. But uh, they didn't shut down Penn State, so they're not shutting down Michigan. But what are they gonna do uh, if they do anything? That is, uh, but I mean, the only reason we watch these games is because we assume that nobody knows how they're going to end. Well, if uh, I mean, if you have information and you know, you know what the the whole sport is based on the defense not knowing what the offense hmm. is gonna do. If you take that away, I mean, this is a, it's a musical. Like, it's all choreographed. Okay, so
1: Tanner's texting. This is a good question. If TCU all of a sudden just changed their signs for bowl prep, wouldn't you think at least one of the players would have talked about it publicly by now? Not necessarily, because you didn't have the context that Michigan was stealing signs. We didn't know that until a couple of days ago.
2: Right. So you need to go find these TCU players from last year right. and ask them, hey, what was, uh, what was bowl and prep like? Honestly,
1: changing signs or changing signals isn't all that uncommon. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I don't know. This is a uh this is these are bizarre times again in a bizarre sport that is uh, that has no leadership at all. And um, you know, you're gonna get scandals because mm. no one's in no one's minding the store no? here. There's well, no there's no one in charge. There's no collective bargaining, there's nothing.
1: And sitting out there quietly, just biding their time is the college football playoff committee. And if this continues to stack up, uh, they could make the call and disqualify them.
2: So if you're Arkansas, do you go to the go to Jacksonville and start spying on Florida this week? No.
1: Oh, you don't? don't no, no. Now would be a bad time to <laughs> do that. Why? Come on. I think you uh I think <laughs> you, you you turn inward, you work on yourself. <laughs> I see. You know. possible.
3: Info.
2: Let's uh, go to the... Uh, Way to go per- get a
1: bench warrant to get That's him right. in here this time.
2: <laughs> Chuck Barrett is with us here in his uh, Thursday home at 5 p.m. on Ruskin and Zach. Hi, Chuck.
0: Guys, I hope you're doing well. The bailiff had to remind me that I was <laughs> due today. He came and got me. Yeah, so uh they're bringing the good to the be with you. you.
1: now. That's right. And you will sit right. here and do your duty.
0: You will do this show. <laughs> That's right.
1: What, what would
2: you rather be doing than doing this every uh, Thursday afternoon? Like, what is Chuck Barrett's life at uh, five o'clock
1: on a Thursday?
0: What well, can I confess to you? What I was actually doing a few moments ago? I was doing some yard work. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Wow. So
1: you'd rather be doing yard work than uh, the, <laughs> okay? All right, that's
0: cool. Well, and I hate yard work. Just so we're clear. <laughs> so
1: do we win out over yard work?
0: Well, that's that's where the bailiff comes in. Oh,
1: I see. All right. <laughs> yeah. Hey, our yeah. Knicks lost last night. Do we just cancel the season now? Or are we done? Yeah,
0: there's 81 more to go. I think they probably lost to one of the two or three best teams in the East. I don't think the Knicks are quite one of the two or three best teams in the East, but it's a good game. It's a good I, game. I am
1: the king of unrealistic expectations. I thought 82 and 0 was in was in sight. <laughs> you you were unrealistic. Well.
0: They tried to make a run in the fourth quarter. They did. They you did. Know, they to uh, keep the keep the streak alive. But thank God but Julius was,
1: Randall can throw up terrible shots to keep us from uh, from making that
0: run. Yeah, he's uh, he's not afraid, is he? Yeah.
1: <laughs> we uh, uh, Zach was
2: taking on some water in the last half hour, Chuck, because he is uh, has no interest in this
1: Purdue. Uh, no, 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 game. no, 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 no. I'm not. I'm not treating this like it's a final four game. It's an exhibition game. Okay. They're going to be working through some things. We're going to be try I'm not I'm not putting all of my eggs into Saturday's basket. I see.
0: Well the reason it's gonna be full is because people think Arkansas can win. Yep. That's the reason it's gonna be full. And I think it's going to be very close to full. This is not your average exhibition game to say the least. I think that Purdue's probably a more seasoned team, certainly, than Arkansas is right now. But I think people are anxious to watch this team play and we'll see what happens.
2: Right, like that's the secret of the uh, uh, that we've learned um, from from the Musselman time is that it's not, you know, 45 seconds in the microwave and the team's ready to go. This thing, uh, you know, there's, there's a process involved in how he gets the team ready for what ultimately defines success in that sport, which is the month of March.
0: Well, if you listen to what he said on, I guess it was Tuesday when he had his preview, he said, you know, we've known internally that, Purdue is, you know, I'm paraphrasing here, but they're a seasoned veteran team. They're really good, and we've got a work cut out for us. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, this is, it to me, what's going to be interesting is, you know, Arkansas has got older players now, not just new players but older players, and I'm going to be interested to see how they mesh. I think there's a chance they could do it more quickly uh, because of the fact you've got guys who are, as, as, as I said, who've been around the block. Right. Uh, and, and they're going to have to because they're playing good teams early. Yeah.
1: We, I, I hate to pat ourselves on the back here, but we've been preaching patience. Uh, we always, you know, we, we've come to the conclusion that we shouldn't be drawing a whole lot of conclusions. What goes on Saturday, or goes on next week, week after that, until about mid-January, right after that, you know, that whatever challenge that they're playing in that year. That's when you can start to, you know, connect some data points and say, okay, th- that's this is what this team does well. This is what uh, this team doesn't do well. I don't think you can draw you know what you know what's going to happen is if they win they're going to the final four they're going to win the thing if they lose you know who knows it never happened it, it, yeah it this it game never, never happened. happened if they lose right but this is just one of the I mean this is one of the data points on the way to mid January
0: yes but it is important uh, and it does give you some idea about where you are Arkansas lost by 30 to Texas last year that should have been in retrospect a pretty good indicator that it was going to be a 22 and 14 team You know, then it might not be a Final Four team. If Arkansas loses by 40 to Purdue Saturday, they're not going to the Final Four in all probability. I mean, that that would just be my, my, my immediate take. I don't think they're going to, by the way. But I do think there are things you can take away from this. I do think it gives you an idea about where you are. If you were playing an exhibition game against athletes in action, no, I don't think that gives you much of an idea. But you're playing a team that is probably going to be uh, a one or two seed when the NCAA tournament rolls around in March. So I do think there's great value in this, um, and I do think we'll learn things. I think this is different than a normal exhibition
2: game. So, uh, and the other thing I was talking about, uh, Chuck, was that okay? So a team of this caliber doesn't come here very often in non-conference. And then when you think about it, well, in you know, in a month, Duke's going to be here. So it's two for for some lucky fans it's two chances to see these na- a, a a top 10 whatever um non-conference opponent in that building it's it's pretty rare in history
0: well it's been 30 years you know it's been 30 years and so obviously duke's not been here uh, in in here before and you didn't have the type of exhibition games back then that you do now um, I'm sure if you did, Coach Richardson would add one of those teams in here. I don't, I don't have any doubt about that. But it wasn't like this back then. But yeah, I mean, this is, I mean, you're going to have in the span of, I guess, a month, you're going to have Purdue and Duke come in here, and so that's, um, that is something we've not seen in a long time.
1: Yeah. Did you look at the schedule and when they announced this exhibition game, going, oh man, it's it's, it's the off
0: week. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they didn't console me on that part. <laughs> hey, also- I think it's great for fans. Oh, no. I think it's great for fans.
1: I think when you when you phrase it like, "Hey, you're going to get to see Duke and Purdue in within a month of each other," yeah, that, I mean that's pretty cool. I, you know, my my thing is, don't get too wound up either way. You win, you win, great. You lose, don't worry about it. Steady, it, it, steady, steady at this, the wheel. Just yeah. steady.
0: Well, I think you just have to see how the games unfold. I, th- I think I think that's what's going to determine people's feelings more than anything. I, I think that, again, Purdue's going to be a more seasoned team Saturday than what Arkansas is. Doesn't mean Arkansas can't win. Um, and, you know, Duke is Duke. And it's going to be a great game. It should be a great game. And Arkansas is going to be highly competitive in both of them. There's not anybody out there I don't think Arkansas can play with. Now, there may be some that are a little bit better right now. I don't know. I've not seen enough of them play. But – Here's the thing. We know right now with Mus that when March rolls around, we're gonna be in the conversation. You know, we're gonna be one of those teams that has a chance to make a run. Doesn't mean we always will. But you know, you don't just land at back to back elite eights and then the sweet sixteen. You don't just land there. And um this team's gonna to continue to play at that level, I think.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: I uh I I really like um the I like his approach of the, like you've talked about, with the veteran guys versus, you know, having, you know, six or seven, uh, you know, freshman 18, 19-year-old kids uh, coming in here. And it's more of, you know, and this conversation has happened a lot, but, I mean, the, it's it's a new way to, um, to attack the problem, and the problem being how do we get on a far run in March? And it's, you know, you, you can go out there with the portal now and get these – uh veteran guys, and, uh, you know, you, you, you'll have a team that is a little more experienced, even though they have, they're have they not experienced together, but they have played a lot of big-time college basketball before.
0: Well, they have, and, uh, you know, you look at the teams that are playing at the end, that's generally what you have, are veteran players. It's going to be, I don't know that we're ever going to see a day again when five freshmen take a team to the Final Four. I just don't think we'll ever see that again in college basketball. We may not ever see a team get to the final four we're all starting five guys started their careers at that school I mean we may not see that again I don't know um but I know that what you know whatever Mus's formula is he's he's got it going right now and there's a level of talent there that is going to allow them to play with anybody and he'll have them ready in March
1: we've been talking about a lot of different things obviously we started the week with football and and we've been tackling some of the I don't want to call them periphery issues but um is the hog call too long we're we're losing the Gen Zers after the the second woo pig suey, um, because their their attention spans aren't very long. We're proposing maybe we 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 knock it down to one or two woo pigs.
0: I'd be against that. Would, I'd be okay. against that. Yeah. yeah. The I'd have, vote, sir, yeah. I'd have to vote Niet on that. Yeah. <laughs> Chuck
1: going going Russian on us. Okay. Well, <laughs> you know,
0: multifaceted.
1: Watched the Hunt for Red October this afternoon, huh? <laughs> yeah.
0: Yard work, <laughs> yard work. That's. Right. Are
1: you uh, are you listening to podcasts? You uh, you yeah, listening to music while you're doing the yard work.
0: No, I just enjoy really? oh, the just uh, see- sound of the day. Wow.
2: Well, you are old school. I do that sometimes.
0: You know, Chuck, I you- don't have to be. I don't have to be constantly entertained by things. I, I just don't. I mean, sometimes you just you know you just do your thing. Do you wear batting
1: gloves when you played softball? Because I'm guessing no. I mean, you just you're, you're <laughs> Oh no,
0: no, 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 no. I, I I mean, I'm 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 not going to tell you these are you know I've I've worked my hands down to a callus. That would be a lie. Um, no, I uh, I uh, w- I wore a batting glove on the left hand. If you want to know okay. the truth. All right. So you're uh, always uh, had one on under the glove too. And
1: you don't think the hog calls too
0: long. No, I really don't. Okay. All it's right. perfect as is.
2: We had a caller suggest this and um well, I think the guy had to move. Right. Uh, yeah, yeah, he's with
1: all the negative out. attention now, now, do you do you believe in the jazz fingers because the, that's in the handbook on how to call the hogs. I'm anti jazz finger.
0: I think that's, you know, a personal choice.
1: Or, okay. Personal
0: right. You <laughs> know, people people have to make that choice <laughs> themselves. <laughs>
1: Do you ever look at somebody when you know, when, like during a timeout after Arkansas goes on like a ten nothing run, you're looking around, and you're like that that dude doesn't know how to do the hog call.
0: Sometimes, yeah. sometimes, yeah. yeah. You, you now know, I wish they you know would they do are. what is it this thing when they do the woo pig and they do the kind of the the little yelp. Yeah, the the yeah, yeah, you don't want to saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm yeah, yeah. not, I'm not, I'm not into that. that. Now, do you start your
1: woo pigs with an awoo,
0: or is no, it just okay? All right, no. No. no, it's woo. Yeah, it's just woo. It's woo it's it's pig, woo. Suey. Yeah. woo right. pig suey. Woo pig suey Three right. times Razorbacks. Very that's simple. Right. Yes, yes. Tried and true. Stood the test of time. Yes.
2: Is the worst hog call under pressure still Dana Altman? <laughs> well, that was under duress. <laughs> hey, that was well, uh, That was a moment, wasn't it? No, that was so bizarre. In a place that's given us a lot of bizarre moments, uh, that was uh, one of one of the top ones. And then the next he day, looked
0: like that day. He looked like—I mean, you talk about the proverbial deer in headlights. Yeah, I mean, he had that look that day of, oh my God. <laughs> um, you know, he just did, and and um, that's why it lasted about 24 hours. Yeah, that's right. Yeah.
2: Well, uh, as uh, as Zach mentioned, uh, we started the week with, uh, with with football and the news of uh, uh, Dan Enos uh, being uh, asked to leave as Arkansas's offensive coordinator. And um, I, I, we were listening to uh, KJ on halftime uh, a day or two ago. And, um, boy, it, it seems like there's there's new life and there's kind of new enthusiasm from, for him, which is good because the last image we saw of him coming off the field in that game Saturday was uh, was not very enthusiastic, it seemed like.
0: Well, I hope there is. There has to be. Yeah. Um... You know, anytime you lose six in a row, and Coach Pittman's talked about this, you do worry about whether or not you've lost the guys or will lose the guys. Changing the coordinator on the offensive side may take care of some of that, provided you win. Um, Otherwise, you know, you're still going to be in the same spot when you come back from Gainesville. Um, And, in fact, it's going to be worse because you will have lost seven straight at that point. So I do think there will be signs of life. I do think there will be passion. That was the thing that you know, I said right after the game Saturday was that you know, I didn't see anybody having any fun on the offensive side of the ball. I, I just I didn't see anybody having a good time. I didn't think they played with passion. There wasn't any emotion. There was no urgency. Um, there was none of that. Now, I'm not sure exactly the entire reason for that. But I know that in that situation, it's the offensive coordinator that's going to go. And so they do what they had to do right there. It does sound like KJ's excited, and it sounds like they're going to do some things maybe um, that he's a little bit more comfortable with. But, you know, unfortunately, it's not as simple as just firing a guy and, you know, having a new guy in with some added enthusiasm. There is more to it than that. That's a start, but there's more to it than that. So they're going to have to go down there and you know they're going to have to play a football game, you know. It's this stuff about we're going to do some things different and go up tempo and all that. I mean, you got to go out and do it. You got to go out and find a way to win a game.
1: I talked with some guys who had coached with him and uh, had employed him and uh, Kenny Guyton I'm talking about and and they all say the same thing. It's a one he's incredibly sharp. Knows exactly what he's doing where he wants to go. Um second, they said he's a great communicator, which is one of the things that we were hearing um, you know, this week and listening to Sam talk about, you know, the, some of the reasons that, uh, that Dan Enos was like, Oh, is, you know, the message just wasn't getting through. Well, Kenny Guyton may be able to, to sort of cut through that. And then third on the list, and maybe most importantly, he relates very well to the players. I think that was evident when, uh, when KJ was talking, I expect them to play with a lot of energy. And, you know, I, I was listening to you guys on Monday and you were talking about body language. I'm a big body language person. And like you said, they didn't, it did not appear that they wanted to be there or as things got tougher. You could he- you could almost hear him going. Here we go again. Here we go again. I think Kenny Guyton kind of gets through some of that. Again, it comes down to execution, like you said. But I think he gets through a lot of that, and uh, and they'll play with a little bit more energy.
0: Again, I hope so. Um, all signs point towards that. Generally speaking, when you do something like this, there is a, um, you know, there's a spark or a spike or whatever you want to term it. There's a, there's an uptick, and I would expect there to be, but it's got to be for four quarters. I mean, Florida's not chopped liver, and you know I think sometimes people have the idea: well, if our team will just play a little bit better, we're going to automatically win. Um, You know, the other team's playing too, and so you know they've they've got to do it for four quarters. And if they win that game, suddenly everything seems possible again in terms of winning the last four games. It seems possible that you might do it. If you don't win, obviously you lose bowl eligibility, and at that point you can be as you can be as rah-rah as you want, but it's going to be like most teams when you are beyond bowl eligibility. At uh, Most teams at that point, people start thinking about themselves and what they're going to do and you know where they're going to land, whether you're a player or a coach. And so um, that's what you've got to avoid, and that's why you've got to do it for four quarters and win the game.
2: Yeah, Chuck Barrett's with us here Your Drive Home. It's powered by Mr. Sparky here on Ruskin and Zach. Um, of course, uh, everybody also uh, brings up uh, you know ridiculous uh, names of people they want to work here, and who, who are they going to get? And you know th- th- right now, they're not going to do anything until the end of the season, as far as the offensive coordinator goes or uh, any other uh, moves I would imagine. And just you got to see what happens in the last four games, and then you, uh, then you go from there, I guess.
0: Well, you, you, you play the season out. Yeah. And you see where you are at the end of that season. And if you feel like you've got someone on staff that could be your offensive coordinator, then that's what you do. If you don't feel like you do, you need to go find somebody. And um, I, But i got to be honest with you. I haven't really – I have not thought that far ahead. People have said, well, who do you think the new O.C. is going to be? I have no idea. I haven't given it two seconds worth of thought, um, just just to be honest with you, because – I believe that you play this thing out. You play the whole season out. And then you then you decide, you know, the direction you may need to go.
2: Yeah. It's uh you know, it's it's also kind of uh pointless to, to, to move too far ahead right now because they're not nothing nothing's happening. Like it the, the move that they made happened and now you see what happens here over the next four games or beyond. So there's not really well, anything to
0: there's anything to speculate th- on really right this is you know this is this is not a head coaching job where you're out there mining the field for unemployed ex-head coaches um everybody's still working right i I mean everybody's we're we're not even at the first of november yet everybody's still working you're not going to go hire an offensive coordinator now and anybody that has their name mentioned um is probably not somebody you want just to be honest with you um if they're working somewhere else right now and they're letting their name be floated out for another job. They'll do it to you too. So I just think you got to let this thing play out. And and uh, I know people want answers today. They want this thing settled today. Um, but again, we're not even at the first of November yet.
1: I'm I'm on the Kenny Guyton thing. I think he's going to be terrific. And I think if they give him the support and the time, I think he's got I think he's auditioning over the next four four games. Yeah, but sure. everything I've heard about this guy is incredibly positive. And these are people who you know. Would shoot you straight if it wasn't, but it, he's one of those guys. He's got the mind for it. He just needs the support. So I'm kind of excited to see what uh, what they say.
0: What do well, you- He's 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 going to have the support. I mean, the idea that they might not give him the support. No, no, no and
1: that, maybe support's not the right word. I, I mean, are, give him the tools. Give him the freedom to be creative. You're not going to reinvent the offense in two days worth of practice. But give him the, the 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 green light to go ahead and hey, man, try something. Get see if you can jumpstart this thing.
0: Well, I'll tell you what. How about two veteran offensive tackles? I bet that'd make any offensive quarterback yeah, yeah, a, a lot Yeah, yeah, that'd make a lot The Jimmy's and, my, and the Joe's. And my point when I say that is is that you can't just come in and say, all right, we're going to run this play. We're not going to run this play anymore. KJ likes running this play, so we're going to run more of this, and that's going to solve all your problems. Again, that's a start. But this is about personnel, fellas. I mean, it's about personnel. And uh, we, we, we can talk all we want to about coordinators and plays and simplifying the playbook and up tempo and what is KJ like. Um, these guys are thin up front, pure and simple. And that's why we've struggled this year, pure and simple.
1: Uh, we've got some texts here, and, and there's one that's kind of sticking out to me. Um, have you contacted Zim? Have, are we Do we know the whereabouts of his towel?
0: I'm sure it's washed and folded. Okay. I talked to Z a little earlier today, but we did not discuss his towel. You know, if
1: you just check in on that, people worry <laughs> about that kind of thing. Um, you know, it's that's it's for, something he takes with him
2: everywhere. For, for the people who aren't aware of uh, Chuck and uh, Z, will be uh, broadcasting mm-hmm. the Purdue game right here on ESPN Arkansas, uh, starting at two thirty on Saturday afternoon. So uh, that's why uh, we need to find the towel. And we
1: need to find the towel. That's
2: right. Even I'm sure
0: the- it'll be somewhere in Z's. Book bag or whatever briefcase that he carries, I, I I swear he's got everything known to man inside there. It's worse than any woman's purse. Really? <laughs> he's but, a pack rat. Uh, <laughs> wow. Yeah. And but you know I will say this: I can say, hey, man, you got some scotch tape. He's always got. He's got, got, got it. Tape.
1: Chuck, I got you some scotch tape right here. You need a plumber's <laughs> ranch? Got one of those too?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, I, it would not surprise me if it was in there.
2: Well, you never know. I mean, you know, you need tape. You need a marker or something. I mean, you gotta have. Got a you gotta be prepared. I yeah.
0: Need, you got a highlighter on you?
1: That's right. Do you have a go-to highlighter? Are you like Digger
0: Phelps? I uh, use the uh, yellow, pink, and orange. Okay. And I have a system. I have a system. Oh, here we go. System. Here comes the psychosis. And, uh, what, uh, yeah, what kind oh, of system do you There's no got? question. I am an absolute, uh, oh, I, I'm the world's worst when it comes to uh, my boards and charts. Yeah, I, I, I use highlighters and Pink Sharpies is what? And, well, It depends. It just depends. I mean, they're the, the orange and the yellow tend to be the best highlighters, in my opinion. So the things that I want to see the most clearly, um, like stats sometimes, I'll use with uh, yellow, generally where they're from, heights and weights in orange, and their names in pink because I generally have most of those memorized anyway, and those are just kind of like you know little crutches. But I need that other stuff, mm. so. That's kind of how it works. Aren't you? I mean, look, I can hear the radio dials clicking right now. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, this yeah. is so boring. I can't believe no, you asked me that. No. It's such no, a boring question. And an even more boring answer. Yes,
1: but you know there's always a follow up. It's an office supply hour right. here on Ruskin. You D- ever right, look at I'm somebody? I'm telling you what,
0: I could do it. Scotch tape, sharpies, hold Yeah. You. you
1: ever look at somebody using a you know, green or a purple and look at them and go,
0: tool? <laughs> <laughs> You know, I, uh, um, you know, I do notice – I mean, there are lots of guys that have these beautiful computer-generated spotting boards, and, I mean, they look like they just I – mean, they're perfect. And mine looks like a toddler <laughs> put it together. And so uh, – but here's the thing. The only person's got to be able to read it to me. That's true. That's right. That's right. That's all that
1: Does yours look? Is yours the size of, like, a Waffle House menu? Football it is, yes. Okay. I know McDonough has one that's like a billboard. Oh,
0: good lord, that thing! <laughs> <laughs> that you got to be able to hold it. You know, you got to be able to yeah. hold it. And so, yeah, we got all kinds of stuff in there. I, that's a that's a never ending process.
1: Uh, do you sniff the highlighters like Ruskin does? <laughs> Ruskin sniff. No, he sniff no, sharpies. I don't do that. Okay, yeah, he's sniffing I don't do that. sharpies.
0: But I do like a good sharpie, but I don't. I don't you can't I don't beat him. You can't beat a good a, sharpie. I got a fresh pack over here. I'm about to. Oh, you just. Oh, yeah. like you look at be a it big like night, boys. You're looking at it it's it's like it's your a prom date. Night. Like, hey, yeah, <laughs> you and me right. later. That's exactly right. I got to fill out my basketball sheets for Saturday, <laughs> so uh, I got a fresh pack.
2: Big office supply <laughs> night at the Barrett House. That's <laughs> right, exactly
0: right. Okay. That's exactly. right. I got some new paper clips. I'm ready to go.
1: You're listening to the Ruskin & Zack Podcast, brought to you by United Roofing & Waterproofing. Here to help with all your residential and commercial roofing needs. Call Joey and his team at 479-312-7369 or check them out online at unitedrw.com. Join the local conversation on the McLarty Daniel Hotline, 866-285-4005. McLarty Daniel, a vehicle for every lifestyle.
2: we back with Chuck Barrett here on ESPN Arkansas. We'll check in at uh, Golf USA with Matt Jones again mm-hmm. here in about uh, 15 minutes or so at the Moonlight Madness Sale. Going on there at Golf USA in Fayetteville till 10 o'clock tonight. Matt is out there until 7 tonight. There.
1: Signing babies is that's, what he's doing. Probably, he's signing
2: babies. He hopes. Well, he hopes he yeah, gets a. That'd, that'd be
1: a good
0: day. Yeah. Chuck, you ever signed a baby? <laughs> I have never signed a baby, no. Okay. I am uh, it's
1: population me then. Yeah, he did in Harrison. He did.
0: That's big. I
1: know. <laughs> it was uh, it was That's you know I've big. been doing this a while. That that was a uh, that was a red letter day for me. <laughs> uh, you ready to answer the poll questions? I got some good ones this week. I am ready. I'm right. so ready. You're Ruskin and Zach X polls on the old uh, former Twitter sphere. Uh, Chuck, my daughter and I went to jean shopping over the weekend. How many rips are appropriate for a 12-year-old girl's pair of jeans? None, 1, 2 or 3? 1 15.5% of you said 1. Uh 56.5% of respondents said none, but my daughter
0: called pants with no rips mom jeans. <laughs> well, you compromise? You say 1. Like right down at the bottom, like down there by the cuff. <laughs> you can you can have a rip down there.
1: Yeah, she wasn't willing to compromise. These things today have like 74 rips in them and they're like it's $200. It's, it's ridiculous. Uh
0: and somewhere who, some and somewhere some granddad says did did you get a price break on those? Yeah, exactly. all those I, rips well,
1: in them? It wasn't a granddad. It was her dad that said. <laughs> well, okay, uh, fair I just, enough. I, I wasn't paying full price for those things. Uh, Chuck, who's the best genie? Is it Robin Williams, Barbara Eden, Christina Aguilera, or Shaq and Kazam? It's Barbara Eden. 31.7% of you said uh, Barbara Eden. 45.9% of you said uh, the best genie was Robin Williams. I have been waiting. We're one away, and I'm not giving you a pass on this one um i've we're one away from the question i've been waiting to ask uh chuck do you watch movies or tv shows with the subtitles on or off off really Your hearing still good yeah yeah i can't hear anything i have to watch I hear it. what this i time. want to hear anyway. there it is there it is <laughs> 69 and a half percent of you say you uh, watch it with these subtitles <laughs> off uh chuck which of the following do you believe tells the most truth small children drunk people or yoga pants
0: they're all pretty revealing yes they are i'm gonna go with small children
1: 35.9 percent of you said small children tell the most truth uh 44.7 percent of you said yoga pants uh chuck are you more afraid of the medical problem or the medical bill oh the medical bill 74 percent of you said you're more (laughs) afraid of the bill than you are the actual problem no there's
0: no question that's where we are now isn't that terrible that's why so many people are sick. They don't go to the doctor. Can't afford it.
1: Hey, it'll go away. It, it, uh, no, it's not going to happen to me. I'm one of those people. Uh, Chuck, there are 8.7 million known animal species on the planet, yet only two have been made popular into gummies. Which is the better gummy? Is it a worm or a bear?
0: I'm going to go with the worm.
1: 49.2% of you said the worm. 508 said the gummy bear is superior. Neck neck. Yep, neck Absolutely. Uh, every day in this country, Chuck, people make to do lists. Is it time that we start making to don't
0: lists? <laughs> well, if I don't make a to do list, it's automatically on the to don't list, I promise. 79, I write it
1: down. 79.3% of you said yes, we need to start making to don't lists. Chuck, were you aware that the last day of 2023 will be 123123? Uh, no, I was not aware of that. See, I, I didn't know that either. 66.5% of you uh, said you also did not know. Elon Musk says that Tesla owners are going to be able to connect via Bluetooth soon, car-to-car, allowing drivers to communicate and speak to each other in traffic. Is this a good thing, or is road rage about to get to a whole new level?
0: (laughs) Well, that would take it to a whole new level, Mm -hmm. I would
1: imagine. 93.4% of you said it's going to be Call of Duty out there as soon as uh, this technology exists. Uh, Chuck, uh, should Jim Harbaugh re-sign or resign? resign all right 51 and percent of you say he should resign and um we've, we've had a little show controversy this week um Uh-oh. dq well i'll just read the question and then i'll give you the context uh, would you allow a significant other's face to unlock your phone using facial
0: recognition dq has no problem with this I heard you guys talking about this the other day, and I thought to myself, if Zach asked me this, this might be a spot where I use a pass. <laughs> but uh, um, Your choices are yes, no, or hell no. Well, I'm going to go with C.
1: All right, then. 21.5% <laughs> of you uh, said hell no. 29.4% of you said no. The no's have it. Um, I de- yeah, what is it, 50 when you combine the two
2: uh, 50.8. All right.
0: Nobody knows you better than your phone. Right. <laughs> exactly. No, no human being knows you as well as exactly. your phone.
1: Exactly. I think, uh, and DQ wants to chip people, so I don't think uh, I don't think she's really a barometer I
0: don't this. want DQ tailing me. <laughs> well, did you hear she's got everybody? She's got I like heard. All... I heard all that. That is I so weird.
1: On the app. Yeah. Uh, yeah. She I like would. she wakes up, sends them messages. Why are you there? Huh. One of
0: these days when DQ has kids, especially if she has a daughter. Oh, it's just going to be awful. I've already, I I walked into
1: her her office the other day. You know, Derek and I share an office. She has her own. Um, And I walked in, I said, you know, I I hope you have kids that act just the way you do. You will. Oh. That's how it goes. Uh, Chuck, should athletes be allowed to gamble on us regular people? Like, how many times is Chuck going to go to the coffee pot today? Over-unders two and a half.
0: That's pretty good. Yeah, I think they should be able to do that. All
1: right. KJ and Jacoby in the room, going, "All right, you know, Chuck's going to coffee pot again. Let's uh, let's get a little teaser on that and see what we can come up with." Eighty-six point four percent of you uh, said yes. How many no.
2: lunches is Ruskin going to eat today? We'll set it.
0: Today's at one answer and a half. was two. <laughs> no, <laughs> two. Set set the over under two and a half. Two and That's a half. Right. And, yeah. yeah, and,
1: and yeah. then just roll with it. Okay, right. those are your uh, Ruskin and Zach X polls.
2: This podcast has been presented by Bet Online.